How I Make Money Tonight. So a man called Charlie Wright joins us. Charlie started a business called Clean My Bed. So how did a guy who was orchestrating complex events across the United Arab Emirates come to South Africa and then switch to creating a startup cleaning people's beds. It's a big change in career direction. Well, Charlie Wright's daughter suffered terribly from allergies, and after doing a lot of research into some of the causes, he and his wife hit on an idea. Perhaps the problem was less about Cape Town faintboss and mountain dust, and more to do with what was lurking in her bedding. The founder of Clean My Bed, Charlie Wright, is with us this evening. How did you make that transition, Charlie, from orchestrating these massive events in the UAE to effectively turning it to a sucker-up of dust mites? <laughs> Good evening, Bruce. Thank you very much indeed for having me. Um, first of all, just like that, the, the previous call that you just had I found interesting because um, making decisions at the right time is all about, you know, performing better and you can do that by making sure that you sleep better and I'll come back to that later but <laughs> essentially okay <laughs> the uh, um, clean my bed was born out of a necessity to relieve the allergy suffering that my daughter was going through and it was excruciating to watch because she was waking up in the mornings congested tight-chested itchy-eyed and everything else and it dawned on us after looking at ourselves in the mirror and going why on earth are we going back to the same old um, processes of getting the same cortisones, creams, eye drops from chemists and GPs to, on a regular basis, um, in, in, instead of going to the root cause of this. And it was staring us in the face. And there was a little bit of um, research. It, it, it transpires that uh, our daughter's bed was full of the proverbial um, uh, dust mite, fecal matter, and a whole lot of other um, microorganisms, viruses, bacteria, and bits of microplastics and that she was inhaling and breathing in at night. And that essentially um, got us asking the question, well, surely we'd be better off without that. So by removing it, the very next day, she um, showed remarkable signs of improvement and started, to be perfectly honest. I mean, most people have had their supper by now and, you know, would have forgotten the gory details of this conversation by breakfast time. So we're not putting people off their food, I don't think. But this idea of dust mites, and we kind of think our homes are nice and clean and tidy, and we um, spend a lot of time dusting and sorting things out and vacuuming, and we, we keep our houses clean, at least they're visibly clean. But dust mites are invisible to the naked eye. They live in our bedding. They live in our mattresses. They feast on skin cells that we shed perfectly naturally that then, without being removed, can actually be, you know, you can have many years worth of um, invisible skin cells that these lovely, these creatures just love to feed off. And it's it's what they leave behind, which is their own manure, which is the thing that causes the allergens, right? You don't need me for this interview at all. You've done your homework, Bruce. This is exactly <laughs> what it's all about. And the fact that, you know, and, and I think our, what we're going through at the moment in trying to uh, tell people that, that, and no one's different, Bruce. Nobody on this earth is any different. Our bodies go through this metamorphosis whether we like it or not it is no it's non-optional and it tends to happen um 
you know, in the main, while we sleep, where we spend a third of our lives. And our bodies secrete and give off these um, dead skin flakes um, as we sleep, and they become a food source. Absolutely right. And um, they become a food source for lots of things, including viruses and pathogens and microorganisms, but more, more prevalent are the common dust mites. And they feast on what we leave behind at night. But as you quite rightly say, it's got nothing to do with them. They're quite harmless. They don't bite, but it's what they leave behind. And when you see the remains of what our service providers pick out, if you like, from people's beds, it is. And, you know, as you quite rightly say, it's a bit gory, but it's not meant to be like that at all. It is quite natural, and it's happening in every bed on earth. Mm. And we have to try and get across to people that they are not in any way unclean. They are not any uh, less hygienic than Mrs. Smith down the road. Um, it's just that it's in our beds. We now have a choice. We should have been doing this 40 years ago. We now have a choice to remove it or not. And we say remove it because at the end of the day, you're going to sleep, breathe and perform better, to be honest. Now, talk to me then about the difference between dust mites and bed bugs, because anybody who watched Sky News for more than three minutes in sort of September, August, September, October last year would have been aware of this pandemic of bed bugs and it was all going to be crazy. And effectively, it was like an alien invasion, at least that's the way it was presented. But these are different creatures. The bed bugs actually bite. They actually cause swelling and they cause all sorts of things. The dust mites are invisible, tiny, and therefore are an invisible threat, particularly to people with allergies. So, Charlie, you you go about a process where, I don't know, do you try lots of lotions, potions, chemicals, or did you always go the route of saying, rather than try and kill the pathogen or the, the problem, actually have it removed completely and that way you don't introduce other problems into the ecosystem very well put yeah good well phrased so the entire process that we have um put into practice here is two part firstly the removal of what we're sleeping on at night um and it you know we, we get rid of all of that but using the right vacuum technology so when people say to me gosh yes it's a good idea charlie but we 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 vacuum our beds and what have you as well that's great but just make sure that you're using the right gear because what it's going to do otherwise is just repurpose it elsewhere. Now, the second part of this process is the fact that we introduced a sanitizing part using germicidal light. So unlike, a, unlike um, other, process of, other processes of um, sanitization, there is no chemicals, no liquids, and there is no downtime you can climb into your bed immediately afterwards, and uh, it's instant. Now, you ask yourself, well, I'll tell you what germicidal light is. Many people sit there and go, yeah, what is that? It is used, it's been used in, in sort of medical environments for the last 130 odd years. And you will see it in our daily lives when we go to a, 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 a barber's or a beautician or a hairdresser's, and you'll see a bread bin on the side of the counter under which lies scalpels and scissors and brushes and whatever. And that's germicidal light in action. So what we're doing is taking a little bit of um, science, packaging the right technology, coupled with a bit of common sense, and applying a process that simply renders your bed fully sanitized of 
all those microorganisms, dust mites and everything else. Now, just coming back to the first part of your question, the difference between bed bugs and dust mites. Bed bugs are insects and, as you quite rightly say, can be seen by the naked eye. And they live in the seams of beds um, and, and they bite. And if you've got a bed bug, it's, you ought to really call in, I suppose, the pest control um, to first of all remove that. But we don't, our, our process is looking after you while you're asleep. We are quite sure that given the UVC process on the beds, that we can more than likely eliminate and certainly deactivate any sort of bed bug eggs um, and possibly a bed bug if we see it. But, um, but that's not our go-to-market message. We yeah. are looking after you while we talk- you're... Sorry. We're talking this evening to Charlie Wright. Charlie is the founder of a fascinating business called Clean My Bed. It's a business that he has created from scratch in Cape Town with the view of taking it to the world. I want to catch up on where he is taking this idea to the world and how you get to advance a business um, and create effectively what they've tried to do is create a business in a box. So uh, we know, Charlie can explain it in a moment. We're talking to the founder of an innovative business called Clean My Bed. His name is Charlie Wright. Talk to me about the business opportunity that you've created here, Charlie, because it is the idea is you can't go around yourself and clean 10,000 beds. You need other people to get involved in the process. And you've come up with uh, what I found anyway to be a really interesting, do you call it a franchising model? Have you found a, a fancier title for it? Bruce, um so, yeah, back, as you quite rightly say, we, I can't go around cleaning um, hundreds of beds, although in South Africa alone we've nearly done nearly 30,000 of them since we have been, uh, since we established ourselves. So the, the idea is, not the idea, the, the business is all about helping people sleep, breathe, and perform better. And it's also a terrific allergy management solution. So... Turning that into a business has been about finding the right people to take that message and to deploy it where they are. Um, yes, we've called it a franchise model at the moment. We are working. We have two or two other models that we are working into the system, but inherently in South Africa, it is a franchise model. We've now got 17 franchise service providers around the country and gradually working our way into the UK. That, that's, we'll come back to that. But essentially, it is, as you say, a business in a box. We provide the equipment uh, which you lease from the company. We then provide you with all of your uh, social media back end, your platforms and your, um, your means for marketing. We then fill your marketing um, bank up with um, some advertising and pre, uh, some advertising and some marketing, if you like, um, while you get out of the box, and then we hold your hand through the whole sales process, teach you uh, online and in person how the process works, the storytelling, the narrative behind why we should be doing this. And again, it doesn't just refer to allergy sufferers; it's now seen as a 
a, a great remedy for sleep improvement, sleep hygiene, if you like, and it crosses all verticals from schools and hospitality as well. So um, it's taken four years to, nearly four years, to get the business to where it is now, where we have found the right service providers, getting behind a brand and a business that isn't seen to be um, you know, um, embryonic. It's now got traction. It's now proved itself. And because um, back in the early days, we were looking for people with a, with a great bedside manner to help convey the message to those slightly more anxious or a little bit um, apprehensive about inviting somebody into their house to tell them the story about why they were why they needed our service, if you like. Um, but it, it does boil down to the fact that to do this, you need a good storytelling ability. And when people see and hear the storytelling, everything, the penny drops and things fall into place. And I think over the last 18 months, we have found and are finding exactly the right people that we're looking for. In South Africa alone, we've had something like 760 inquiries. Um, that are coming through the funnel at the moment. So it's very encouraging, uh, the, you know, the, the, the interest that's coming through. Um, and we are finding that you know, our repeat business, because this is essentially something that we should all be doing on a regular basis, that the repeat business of this is, has gone through the roof. From very early on, it was a, a, a good 8% of people were, were rebooking. We're now up into the 30s into the 30% of our clientele or clients, if you like, are, are rebooking this on a regular basis. That's just helping people educate them. And we look at ourselves and we say that we're in the, you know, we're in the wellness space. We don't see ourselves in the cleaning space. We're in, in the wellness space. We're helping people you know, sleep, breathe, and perform yeah. better. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely business to be in, to be able to impart mm. something like this and not sell something down somebody's throat. It, you, <laughs> Sorry. No, absolutely. But here's the, here, here's the problem, Charlie. It's taken four years from development to a stage where you've done tens of thousands of beds. Yes. But has it been that much harder than you anticipated and that much slower to get the, this level of traction? Bruce, I think it, it has you know, it's had its challenges. There's no question about that. And I think the, the main challenge is obviously coming on the back of the pandemic when, um, and then sort of trying to introduce a business uh, without any smoke, smoke and mirrors, trying to introduce a business where sanitizing was implied and, um, you, know, you know, trying to call into question, not, people's hygiene, uh, sleep hygiene, bed hygiene. That's not what we were doing. But the, the trick has been to educate people. And because it's been so, such a new, a, a new initiative, not a, we should have been doing this 40 years ago, as I say, but because it's so new, people have been somewhat hesitant uh, in the pickup. But it has taken four years to get to this point, or just under four years, three and three, just under three just over three and a half actually, to get to this point. And now people are seeing it as a sensible hygiene protocol. And there, uh, and there comes the repeat. And, the, and uh, so mm. the message has been harder to get across, but that's been part of the, 
the exercise. We could never have got, um, we could never fast track this business without going through those uh, growing pains. Charlie Wright, thank you very much for sharing how you make money this evening. Certainly, we hope you do. Uh, four years into a project. And yeah, people think that starting a business is easy, it's quick, it's an overnight success. All you think is the you need is the idea and the money will flow. And it's not true. It's not true for a moment from the idea to inception, to creation, to development, to um, the exercising of, and the creation of brand and the creation of processes and systems. It's a huge, huge task. And yeah, they, they, they finally feels like they're getting off the ground. Charlie Wright of Clean My Bed.